one. Okay, I'm rolling marker. Jake is Jake wanted to let everybody know that he's he's doing he's on Molly for this episode. He's rolling on Molly. Yeah. And I've been sniffing some Sharpies, that's why I said marker. Yeah. He he's just looking at thing at like different things he's doing and he's just uh naming them out loud as he does them. There's like some weird flashing lights across the street. This isn't like like I know we just established a bit that I'm on drugs, but like there's flashing lights in the building across the street and I wonder what's going on there. Yeah, Jake wants to <clears throat> make sure that we everybody knows the bits we've established. Yeah. Um, is it the police? Is it flashing lights from the police? No, it's like white lights are flashing. It's I don't know because it's like the dining hall is right across the street and it's like right above where this stove is. So I don't know what's going on. Am I just? I don't is know. the dining hall? Is the dining hall a restaurant? Or is it an actual like dining hall for your school or something? It's a dining hall for the school. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they got some sort of stove. Yeah. Okay, dope, dude. Dope. Yeah. I'm so um, I'm this is tight, dude. This is glad I'm t- I'm glad that we're doing this. Super tight. Do you want to know some other things that they've got over there? <laughs> what? Uh well it's two stories, so they've got You're stairs. in Boston, so are the Boston is Larry Bird over there? Uh, let me just, let me just get through what I was going to say and then you can ask questions. Okay. Cause I just don't want to lose my train of thought. Um, they've got tables. Most of the tables have a salt and Marky pepper Mark shaker on them. Um, Darren, I'm just going to, I'm just going to try to tell you like what they have over there. And then if you have questions afterwards, you can ask. Um, I'm that's really just cool. trying to no, get yeah, through that, this. That's cool. Yeah. 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 I just like, I feel like if we just keep interrupting and this could go for like then 10 it's minutes. it's going to go for too long. Yeah. Is yeah. that okay? Yeah. So that's what Is I'm that worried how long about. You want it to go? Interrupting. No, I don't want long? it to go for that long. I just want to tell you, you what's over there. And then if you have questions, you can ask. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Go on. Um, so most of the tables. Did you, wait, did you shakers. write this beat? Did you write this bit out before you like started doing it? No, this just... isn't a bit, Darren. I'm just looking right over there and I'm oh, telling you what's over okay, there. Okay, okay, great, great. Yeah, no, what, go on, go on with the. What bit, kind yeah. of bit would this? No, be? no, go on. No, no, this is a cool bit. I thought you were gonna. I thought it was. No, this was a isn't a bit, Darren. I thought there was a build up to something, and you were just gonna. No, go no, on. Sometimes go on. I, no, sometimes no, no, no. no sometimes cool. we just talk about. Th- Not everything has to be like scripted comedy, Darren. Sometimes we just talk. Sometimes two buddies can just have a little chat. You look like you know. Um, you look like Christian Slater in uh, in Heather's right now. In everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so all the tables or most of the tables have salt and pepper shakers on them. They also have those little paper uh, na- napkin dispensers. You know those little individual napkin. Yeah, dispensers? like the one. Are you talking about like the ones from like a pizza joint? Yeah, Darren. I just really w- man. I just really <laughs> wish you'd let me get through this list, and then then you can ask questions if you have any. Sorry. Sorry. Um. I count three emergency exit signs. I have to assume that there's more than is that. Was that. Oh, that enough emergency exits for that building? I mean, is it like uh, really big enough? I'm, I mean, I, I have to assume that there's more than them because like I said, it's two, it's two floors and all these are on the second floor. This is just what I can see. Um, I see like a fire alarm. Two floors and only one, only three emergency exits? There should be no, more than that. No, that's not, that's not, it's that's not a three lot of emergency exits. That's how many signs there are, first of all. Second of all, I don't know how many emergency exits there are. I'm just trying to, Darren. God, man, I'm just trying to tell you the things that I see. And okay, then I, won't, get I won't. It, ask, can, I won't ask. I won't ask. You can ask questions. 
Um, there's some lights that hang down. Oh, there's like a couple extra steps because there's like a, there's some levels to where the all the chairs are. Oh yeah, there's some booths as well. Um, lots of plates. Booths, booths as they call them. That's, that's, not, a, that's not a question. That's Beef, just a, I think, is actually the proper plural, beef, like tea. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. There's plates, bowls, forks, knives, spoons. You got, you got beef. You got beef with me. That's not a question. It's just a statement. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, maybe we'll just hold back on the statements for now too. Okay. Um, just until just until I'm done, so then you can okay, make yeah, any yeah, statements yeah, or ask yeah, any yeah, questions yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah. Um. They've got cups. They've got several soda and juice Night dispensers. Of cups is a great, great movie. I, oh, that's my damn. opinion. That's not even. A, that's just an opinion. No, you're stating your opinion, so it's a statement. Oh. And I'm just really, I'm really just, I'm really just trying to plow through this because like sometimes, sometimes one of us will be like talking about something and then the other just keeps interrupting and it like makes it take forever, you know? Yeah. 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 And then like it it turns out that it it wasn't worth it. Yeah. 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 So I'm real, like I'm, I'm really close to done. Yeah. There's like a, oh, there's like an ice cream machine. Um, oh, right now there's a guy walking in, uh. There's also so downstairs. There's like a a nightclub sort of thing. I don't really know what goes on down there. I think it's just like a late night student lounge. I've never Ooh, gone. A lot of people have sex at those. There's uh, a... that could be Darren. Please just we're not even talking about the student lounge, man. I'm just trying to tell you about the dining hall. Um, there are signs with words this, on. Why'd you talk about the lounge then? If you were just talking about the dining hall, I'm just saying why'd what's even, below the dining even, hall. Why'd you even go into that? Category. You're right, Darren. That was my mistake. Let's not compound it, please. Let's let's just move you. on from the mistake. I got you. That's okay. Um, yeah. So there's lots of signs with words on them. There's several TVs, and these TVs can like display what what is uh, available right now. Food like the wise. socks. The socks. Uh, yeah. No, no, Darren. Red socks. For they life, just show, huh? No, they just show like I'm the menu Soxman. of what you can. No, Darren, they don't show this, the Red Sox games. They just show like TV. It's like a TV that has a menu oh, on it. So you can like see food, like, what's, like what food, food is available. On there? Okay. Okay. I got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a little waffle area that's got two waffle irons. Some waffles, huh? Some waffles. Uh, no, da- Some of those Darren, Boston waffles, huh? Darren, you're just like repeating things I'm saying. And like, if we just keep doing that, this is going to take forever, man. Um, so let's just, let's just try to speed it up. Cause like, I'm, I'm getting pretty close to done, you know? Um, there's a, a pizza oven in the, like a counter where they put the pizzas on. That hot Boston pizza, baby. Uh, Darren, that's not even a, that's not even a that thing that you're That hot Boston no. pizza, baby. That world, well, world renowned Boston pies, baby. Darren, I think that pizza's hot almost everywhere. I think that you're just making a general statement about pizza and it's really like interrupting me. Not at midnight, it's not. Not in my kitchen at midnight, it's not. Okay, it's about Darren. Room temperature. I've like really lost my train. I'm just gonna restart. Please just don't interrupt. I'm just gonna go as quick <laughs> as I can <laughs> through everything that's over there. <laughs> I just want to get this list done so for for the sake. Like I know that there's listeners out what? there who are interested. Who are like really want to hear this? <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. Lo- Okay, I mean, I know you know our demographic better than I do, so you would yeah. know better than me about wh- who knows who wants to listen to what. 
on this. No one tunes into Snickles to hear people getting interrupted. They just. I think you could have ended that at the word Snickles. You could have ended that sentence at the word Snickles. Oh, the lights just turned off. That's not. A, that's not a bit. It's not a bit. All I guess the you can't see off. it anymore, so you can't describe what's in there anymore. So yeah, but I'll, I'll just so I'll just say week. the things that I remember that <laughs> yeah, I just said. Okay, I think we can just talk about our week if you want. Um, Jake, uh, your, can I just can I just say real quick? Sure. Yeah. I just want to wish you a merry almost Christmas, Darren, because it's right around the corner. Your head's blocking the tree this time, so I can't see. There it is. Um, yeah, I wish uh, you a merry Grinchmas. I don't know what that means. I'm gonna. What's your favorite Grinch movie of the three? Um, probably How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, the original one. How the Grinch Stole I'm gonna, Christmas. I'm here. Whichever one my, that one is, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. Here's my list. I'd say the original animated one. <laughs> The Drew Carey, <laughs> I mean the Jim Carrey one. Can you imagine? Oh my goodness! Can you imagine? Just put He's all like, the Carries. Put all the Carries in that movie. Put Jim. Put Drew. Put Mariah. Can you imagine? He's like, "Welcome to Whoville, where Christmas is made up and none of the people matter." Yeah, and then. Uh, <laughs> And, and then, then he loses like a good amount of weight, and everyone's pretty proud of him. Yeah, and he's like, he I was, always I was like, also a Vietnam War veteran, and everyone's like, who cares? Do comedy. Yeah, I, Darren, don't talk about his fucking Vietnam. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I know, I know. I shouldn't have brought it up. I hate to say this, but Vietnam War vets are not heroes because that was a bullshit war. There you have it, folks. Adding more to the list of things we probably shouldn't have said on this podcast. I respect more people who dodge the draft. And boy, and is let... this episode going to be really big, a really big contributor to that list because I think we both saw a movie where we're going to have some opinions. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I, and then I'd say the Jim Carrey, and then I'd say the newest Benedict Cumberbatch one, but I think the Benedict Cumberbatch one is fine. It's, like, pretty fun. Okay, yeah, you saw it, and you, you had some good things to say about it. I remember that episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't seen that one still. Uh, I, uh, I, yeah, I think I think my favorite is um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I think that's still my favorite one. Darren, how was your week? What'd you do? Um, it was pretty good. Uh, <clears throat> you know, just uh, hanging out in Long Beach. I ate a lot of uh, Roscoe's chicken. I really just want to shout out to Roscoe's chicken because it's great. I uh, yeah, dude, they need it. They do. Snickles bump um they're great uh i get the obama special every time i go in because it's so good um it fills up my tummy and it's very delicious i'd say um, you said the obama special yeah of the last two presidents i'd say he's top two yeah i'd say so yeah he's definitely and he, i think we all i think he squeaks into the top two of the last two i think we all know which top two spot he's holding down yeah, I mean we don't. Yeah, we we don't need to. Uh, we don't need to delve that deep into that. But 
that part, but because uh, uh, we um, don't want to, we don't want to divide our uh, loyal fans. Who what do you get? What do you what are you getting at Roscoe's, Darren? What are you getting over there? The Obama. I just told you the Obama. Special. No, but what's in that? Uh, the Obama special. You get um, you get three chicken thighs a mm. waffle like a big waffle some syrup some butter and obama famously a breast man yeah he's so it would be so it's strange how he you get thighs for what he for his special but it's what he came in and like it's what he ordered when he came into roscoe's famously so they put that down as his hmm. um yeah it's very good it's it's great um they are they have really good chicken and, and waffles i mean that's Really, why you go to Roscoe's? It's it's great. Um, I, waffles, uh, waffles, waffles. How do you oh, like it, Darren? Slice it. I, I like them all. How do you like me just I saying like the words that you're saying? Yeah, I love them. I love it. Uh, so Kyle and I. How many times that, did you go there this week? Twice. Hmm. Last episode we had Kyle on the show, and uh, I, the next day I went to Disneyland with Kyle. And that was great. We actually uh, we spent a loads of money. Um, we just we what busting bands left and right on all this food at Disneyland. You um, spent money there? Tons, tons of How? money. Oh god, we just went in there and we just uh, we were just busting bands open. Did we Kyle go twice in his visit? Those bands, baby. Yeah, he went twice. Whoa, yeah, he went. Dickhead. He went on Friday. Well, his family got a two day pass, so they went on Friday, and then uh, they were going on Monday. And they're like, "Do you want to come with?" And I was like, "Sure." So I went in, and then they were just like, "Hey, just to let you know, we're busting bands today." And I was like, "All right, I'll bust some bands with you." So like, we just went in there and just we just busted bands left and right. It was like band busters, dude. Nobody knew. Nobody knew who we were, but they just like, dude, those bands are. Busting, dude! I, I had afraid of no bands. Where these bands aren't busting. Uh, what's that? I ain't afraid of no band. Yeah, I mean, I know you're not, but those that's bands... just a quote from the movie Bandbusters. Yeah. Uh, famously being remade now with the same cast. Um, Bandbusters is a classic. It's a most known unknown, like Three Six Mafia. What's that song that Three Six Mafia? Does? Darren's drinking a Truly over there. No, I'm drinking a Waterloo. We're not getting paid for this podcast. We never have gotten paid for this podcast, so we can just shout out brand names out the uh, Wazoo, out the Waterloo. I, I've got some statements to make. Fuck Sony. Fuck Fox. Fuck Disney. Um. Fuck TNT Network. Jake just ensuring that if he ever ever gets famous, he will get canceled by some of those companies. Um, no doubt, uh, he will lose all of his. Uh, I'd rather die poor than fucking sell my soul to make a profit off of my art, Darren. Of course. Um, I'd rather die outside of Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles begging for change. Then make six billion dollars selling my art, Darren. Well, we do not share the same sentiment, Jake. Uh, you are an you are a true uh, art school 
student. You are that is spoken like a true art school student. Yeah. You um, got that right, bud. Everything was Halloween themed. It was great. I had churro. The spook. Churro. It's the spookiest moment. I had a cocoa churro, which oh. was maybe my favorite thing that I had there because they serve it with a little bit of chocolate sauce. So they, they it's a chocolate churro. They coat it in more chocolate and then they serve it with a chocolate sauce that has like cayenne pepper in it. So when you dip it, it tastes very Ooh. good and it's like very pungent. It, uh, it's like a little bit spicy, a little very sweet. Um, and I went on. I went to Galaxy's Edge. Sometimes, uh, sometimes uh, spicy. Sometimes spicy stuff can make me choco. It almost did make me choco, Jake. It was uh, very scary. It was How was Galaxy's Edge? I've been curious. That was pretty. Ever cool. Ever since I heard that it exists. Yeah. So the Millennium Falcon. I I saw the Millennium Falcon. It's big. It's a big. It's a big boy. Um, I went into Oga's Cantina. How many Honda Civics would you say it is? It's probably about 19 Honda Civics. Hey, Google. How many Honda Civics is the Millennium Falcon? That's how they say it. Yeah. Google, you fucking... Okay, I'm going to look it up, Darren. You just keep going. So we went to Oga's Cantina, which I didn't know you had to make a reservation to get into. Um so they're free unless you cancel. Then they charge you $10, which is strange. It's just another way for Disney to take your money. Just bust your bands right open. Um, and then we went in there. I had some blue milk. It was non-alcoholic, but they do. It's like blue milk that's different from the just like vendor blue milk, which is like a slushy, I guess. Um, this blue milk is like truly, I mean, it's like pineapple coconut um it almost tastes like there's rum in there but yeah it's not alcoholic and then they put a little like like a space cookie on top it's like two it's basically just like a samoa with like it's like the caramel rice cake with like some icing on top and then they put that on Mm. top of like a like just a like a keebler cookie um like a shortbread keebler cookie with some icing and they kind of stick them together. They use that as like your straw, like the holder for your straw. And it was very good. It was very interesting. I mean, it wouldn't, I wouldn't by no means want to drink it all the time, but I enjoyed it while I had it. And uh, I thought it was pretty good. Um, and I really liked the cookie too. I didn't have the actual blue milk, so I have nothing to compare it to, but they had green milk and blue milk in there. Um, and then I rode Smuggler's Run, I believe the ride is. How many parsecs? Uh, 13. And um, uh, it, so basically it's this ride where they kind of, it's like uh, Star Tours if you've ever been to Disneyland where you're kind of like in this, you're in this like weird room with all these seats with all these people and they just shake around the, they like play a, put a screen in front of you showing where you're going, but they shake it around a lot. And, uh, but this time there's a catch. There's only six of you and they give you each of you a role to play. Like two of you are a pilot, two of you are gunners and two of you are mechanics or engineers. And the engineers, like their, their, their jobs are like a joke. Like they do nothing. They (laughs) press like a one button the whole time. The gunners are the second least important, um, they just press buttons and then they just shoot and you can literally put it on like auto target and then all you have to do is press buttons. You know what this is actually reminding me a lot of? 
What? Oh yeah, yeah. The time when you were in. uh, (laughs) When we went to Houston and we went to the NASA Space Center, the Johnson Space Center in Houston, and my oh my god, my good friend Ryan and I, we went on this like it was like this plane, and he was steering, and I was like shooting, and it was just like super fun and cool. Like, I mean, I I don't. It was it it gave us like what it felt like to be in a dogfight. It was just like super fun and super cool. Um, I bet that was really fun because you didn't (laughs) ride this Millennium Falcon ride and I did so I feel like I got uh, I had a lot more fun than you guys had how much how much did you pay Uh, to get on that ride during your day at Disney during my day at Disney I probably spent three hundred dollars this ride was free so I guess that's just why I was oh that's tight uh, dude oh yeah yeah um you know what actually makes how it, much like, did you pay to get into johnson space center i think ryan covered me because he's just such a cool dude and we were such good i'm friends. pretty sure that's not what happened i'm pretty sure that is definitely not what happened i'm pretty sure we <laughs> I'm each pretty paid sure. for ourselves um, i'm pretty sure he just covered it i think it, it was dude. like 30 dollars each for each of us or something like that um Anyway, anyway, uh, the what, what, pilot uh, what position is uh, the most important because you're literally piloting piloting the ship, and the point of it is to get these like three canisters. That's like the setup they have for it. So if you do well, if you're a good pilot, you get all three. If you do kind of okay, you get two, and if you do a shit job, you get one. And uh, Kyle and I were in line for so long, and then we got. They give you cards. That's how they decide who you like. They just give it to you randomly and they decide that's how you decide who you are. And then you go into this like other waiting room, which is like the Millennium Falcon waiting place with like that hologram game and shit. And uh, Kyle and I were waiting in there, but we were waiting too long because Kyle wanted a picture with the hologram table and stuff. So the people in front of us, it was like this dad and his daughter, maybe granddaughter. She was like probably like six years old. They were the pilots, and neither of them did a good job at all. And Kyle was mad at the end. Like we walked out of that because we were we were like we were in a. They did a horrible job. Like they did a terrible job of driving that ride. And uh, yeah, Kyle was pissed by the end because we only got one of the containers. And uh, Kyle was like. I was like, that was kind of fun, right? And he's like, I can't believe we got fucking put with a nut, with like a fucking six year old as our pilot again. Because he wrote it once again. He wrote it once before <laughs> that, and his sister was piloting, and his sister's older than him, but she, I guess, did a horrible job as a pilot. Um, so he wasn't very happy with her job either. Sorry, I got That's something cr- in my throat. When Ryan and I did, went on that ride, like we barely waited in line, and it was just so fun. Like we both. No, I saw we that just... line. That was a long line. I saw that line. No, the line got long after we went because we were having such a good time, and, they and were there like, was wow, no Millennium this... Falcon in that line either. Look at those two best friends, and we did such a good job. We got out, and the lady said, "I've never seen two people work so well together as a team." And she said, "Were you two conjoined twins when you were born?" And then she gave you an award and asked you to join NASA, but both of you had other obligations. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck, that would have been that would have been that would have really helped my getting to space plan, huh? Yeah, it would have. That was a mistake to not yeah, do that. Yeah, you already had your you already had that podcast going by the time you went there, so you really yeah. That was like a big up. part of the reason we went. 
Um, yeah, that's it. That's uh, that's that's all I did this week, pretty much. You didn't you didn't get a saber? You didn't make your own? No, I saw the station, but they overcharged for everything at Disney. They upcharged by like three dollars for everything at Disney. So. I was like, it's not. Worth did you that. get a Dole Whip? I did get a Dole Whip. It was good. What is that on my I shoulder? Knew it. I don't know. I can't see. I kind of want to. Hmm. Yeah, I got a Dole Whip. Uh. Should I talk about my week really quick? Because we're like half an hour into this episode. Yeah, you should. Yeah, yes, you should. Um, on Friday. Speaking of, speaking of Ghostbusters, on Friday I met the man who, with Harold Ramis, kind of wrote Groundhog Day. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, he came. Darren, what are you doing there, buddy? I'm picking a I'm picking a bug off my shoulder, but it's dead. Mm. So. He he came here. Uh, we got to meet with him. He like came up and introduced himself to me. I shook his hand. I think. Um, he was just super nice. Uh, we like talked for like an hour, fifteen minutes, just about whatever. And then later on in the day, he showed like a series of like, like little sketches he made, that are all about Alexa and Siri interacting. Yeah. And. They were funny, but my favorite part was like watching him watch it because there were parts that would happen and he would like laugh so hard. I was like, "Wow, this guy really loves he really loves what he did here." Um, and yeah, he was like, he was like he he was super nice and he like felt good about what he'd done in his career, but he wasn't like arrogant. He was just a good guy. I'd recommend him, uh, Danny Rubin, if you're out there, you come on the show. Yeah, um, I know. We- I know the ideal time for me to ask would have been when we met in person, but please respond I'm asking to our emails. Now. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. He's a cool guy. Uh, Groundhog Day. I rewatched the movie. Um, it's pretty good. The only problem is it's pretty fucked up how he treats that woman. Um, it's he, like, Bill Murray, and it is yeah, uh, yes. I mean. Can I don't, we appease Bill Murray for how he depicts treating women in movies? I don't think they show it, but there is like some implied sexual assault, some light, some light sexual assault, um, and it's like it's morally questionable to relive the same day over and over until you learn everything about a person to impress them. That's yeah. I don't know. That's in the gray area, I'd say. Yeah. So you're saying Groundhog Day doesn't hold up? I'm saying I think a lot of the comedy holds up, but maybe some of the situations with that female character don't hold up. But so just cut uh, Danny, all those out, and you got a great movie that holds up still. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he did write the Groundhog Day musical as well, and he said that one of his goals was to flesh her out as a character. So that's cool. He's learning. Yeah. Um, and probably because Bill Murray didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, I mean, potato, yeah, potato, I, you know. He's from a different era. He's from a different time. Okay, okay. Uh, Darren, should we get into our reviews? I really just have one, but it's a it's I've, a hefty one. I've got I've got one thing I want to review before we get into what I assume you're talking about. Okay, yeah. 
I've got some Ruffles All Dressed chips. Oh yeah, this is just as important as the one we're about. <laughs> yeah. I just I just actually I yeah, just these. I do want to hear this review because I've heard oh, much fuck. about these and I've never actually tasted them. So from what I've heard, Ruffles makes better versions of these in Canada. Um but I think they brought them over to the States because they didn't have them here. And we but I think it's a different, I think they're still different. You're so close to Canada right now. I mean, of course they're going to bring them to you and not yeah. my dumb ass. So I'm just going to take these and I'm just going to eat them real quick. I'm going to tell you what I think of them. She has like a whole handful of them. He's eating, every, he's eating all of the handful at once right now. He's just sh shoveling them into his face. Don't choke, Jake. Just, just savor it for a second. Don't, no, no more, no more. Don't stick any more in there. You just, you just stick. She stuck one more in there. You know, I'm telling him not to. He's really, he's going for. Wow, he's going for it. That's all the chips. He just ate all the chips in the bag in like five bites. The bag is empty. They're really good. I'm actually mad that I ate them that way because that's like a bad, like the. The dust on them is so good. That's really what? the sort of chip. Describe the flavors. Okay. It's like sweet and savory. Like chicken and waffle, like Lay's chicken and waffle flavor. Have you had those? I haven't had those. It's, I'd say the closest chip comparison is barbecue. Oh, Jay got, he has another bag. He's going for it again. It's is like there, a sweeter. Is there a vinegar flavor? Is there like a vinegar hint to it? Yeah. Okay. And there's like vinegar and barbecue, so I think that that's. So do you think it's, it's like, all dressed as in like it's it's all of the main top flavors of chips, or is it all as in like it's just a, an array of random shit? I think it's sort of an array of random shit. Okay. I've got this bag. It's got like NBA 2K stuff on it. But there's other bags where it's like, look on the back to see what all dressed means. And you look on the back and it's like, all dressed means that it's sweet and savory and like salty. Oh, It's like, oh, I really thought that you would like. Actually. Explain. Explain <laughs> the flavors you put into there. I think it's also like, no, we don't mean it's wearing clothes. That's, um, yeah, that, at least it didn't do that. I mean, it kind of, sort of. No, I think it does it. say that. Oh, that's, that's really stupid. Yeah, uh, but those chips are really good. I'd give them like a, I think I'd give them an eight and a half out of ten. Wow. Um, if you've got them near you, I'd, I'd get some and try them. But know that if you don't like barbecue, you're probably not going to like it. Yeah. That's my warm warning darren i've got a reveal for you um you're just gonna have to tell just gonna have to tell the listeners what's going on here i'm just gonna take my headphones off for a second okay um jake got a tattoo i think no oh jake is wearing uh one of those funny uh tank tops from the beach where like he has boobs it looks like it looks like he has boobs oh wait no it's a joker, darren. It's, joker. it's a picture of the joker from killing joke Darren. What? Easily confused. So, yeah, I mean, I, it lo they look very similar to me, especially over webcam. 
Um, Jake, why don't you just go ahead and just just say what our next review is as well. Um, we will be reviewing one of those tank tops that you get from the beach where it looks <laughs> like you have boobs. <laughs> nice. No, uh, as I revealed to Darren, we'll be reviewing next the Joker. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, We're it's, just, be reviewing it's just Joker. Joker. It's just Joker. Um, how do um, how do we even start with this? So this is like this has caused so much controversy. I just want to say that like CNN is disgusting me over this movie right now. Like just the media in general has been disgusting me over this movie because like they want so badly for something bad to happen around it by bad, something bad to happen. I mean a shooting they want the media literally is like nearly encouraging school, like theater shootings to happen around this movie. Um, just because that one happened a while back and there's been a lot in, in America, they want another one to happen because they think this movie incites violence. It's like, and I'm talking like left wing media is actually like not just Fox news. Fox news is doing it too, but like CNN vice, they're all like praying to God that this movie incites some sort of shooting. I hope that it does not. I will just say I hope I I pray to God that it does not incite any sort of violence. That wouldn't just be bad for society and the people involved in the event, but that would be bad for art in general because yeah. we're kind of on the precipice of this like reliving of the 90s where like people were afraid of public enemy releasing songs because they told everybody that they incited violence. It's that type of shit that we're dealing with once again with this movie. Uh, that's what I have to say. It's my opinion. I want to, along those same lines, like, I understand the fear that, like, this movie, like, people will see this and they'll be like, oh, he's the protagonist. Like, I relate to him. So I understand, like, where these people are coming from. And I had, like, this, I had this discussion with a friend of mine. But at the same time, like, so the 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 shooting you were talking about, which happened in Aurora, not far from where we used to live, uh, like that was he said that he was the Joker in that when he did that, and that was like th- that that Joker was clearly the bad guy in the movie, like yeah. in the Dark Knight. So I think like it's just uh, here's what really frustrates me, and I think. I think that what these people are actually saying is like they're they're totally missing like what the message of this movie is. Yes. Um completely. What like what these people are saying is oh when people see Joker on the screen they're going to be like that's who I want to be. I relate to that. Exactly. But those people like they like reality doesn't work the same way for them. I like, know. There's clearly there's clearly something messed up there and i think that i mean i i I can't say for sure i'm not a psychologist but i think like those people would find that figure regardless of whether or not this movie comes out like if you're that far gone from reality like you'll watch the dark knight or and you'll see it or like you'll watch you'll watch fucking like die hard and you'll be like oh i'm gonna go into a building and take out all the bad guys like there's so many movies that you could see and like misinterpret as, oh, it's okay for me to go do these violent things. Yeah. And 
just can't like, just pinpoint the Joker because it's a movie about a bad guy. Yeah. Especially because the whole thing that the movie is saying is like society isn't looking out for these people. Society, like, okay, we're going to, there's going to be spoilers, I'm sure, for this movie. So just. Yeah, we're about to spoil. Seriously, like, if you haven't seen Joker and you want to, if you have any interest in it, even if you don't, I still think you should. I mean, this is, this is like a little bit telling of what my review of it's going to be. But like, even if you don't care about the Joker, you should still see this fucking movie. Uh, whether, I mean, I think that can, that can tell whether or not I think it's a good or bad I don't know. But like, I think it's worth a watch, whether you are going to be into the subject matter or not. I still think it's worth looking at because it will start a conversation, whether you hate it or you love it. I think it is worth a watch. I, but yes, spoilers. So please just stop listening to this. If you, if you care at all about that movie, what, what is his name? Uh, Arthur, Arthur, Arthur Fleck. Fleck. Yeah. Like the whole thing is he has like, mental health issues from the beginning and he's talking to like a counselor and or whoever i don't know exactly what her title is but like clearly she's not able to help him enough and then even like that little thing that he has going for him like that funding gets cut and he doesn't like he doesn't know how to get his medication anymore and like things spiral out from there and all the while you have thomas wayne who's on tv talking about how like oh all the people who work for me are family. Gotham is a family. Like, I'm looking out for all of you. Like, clearly, that's not what's happening. And, like, clearly, that's the point the movie's trying to make is, like, this society is leaving these people behind and, like, causing these bad things to happen. And, like, I think I think some people are getting mad because they're, like, oh, so you're saying, like, all mentally, like, all people with mental illness are like this. And, no, that's clearly not the point of the like. The point of the movie is that we as a society, all of us, have failed these people. And, like, like the, gov- the government has failed. Like, yeah. The fact that, like, there's even a discussion over, like, whether there's a mental health crisis is what this movie is about. And people are trying to essentially say that this movie's agenda is to create some sort of rebellion of the mentally ill. I do not think that is at all. That's, that's the epitome of missing the point of this movie. Like, I think the point of this movie is to watch it and think about yourself in this society and what your place is and to start looking after each other. Like I, I legitimately think this movie has way more of a positive impact. Of course, there's going to be a few people who take it negatively and that's unfortunate. Those are probably those are probably the people who should be, you know, they, they should get some help. Those are the people you know? that this movie thinks are, they is help. about. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but the point of this movie for everybody watching it as like an outsider looking into someone's life who has mental illness, it should be. I mean, the, what the message I got was that like you, we need to look after each other. People could be going through bad days and like it could be go very bad for some people. Um yeah, I I really did enjoy this movie. Um I think I walking out of it, I kind of was that conservative soccer mom going like, "What is this? Like young kids are going to watch this. What are they going to think?" And then I was like, "But young kids fucking shouldn't watch this anyway." 
Yeah. Like, this is a horrible movie to watch for young kids. Uh, and I mean, obviously, Walking Phoenix's performance is like another story because that was just insane. It was, I think he might actually be like the best Joker we've seen. Um, maybe better than Heath Ledger. I don't know. I mean, like, they're kind of like side by side, honestly. Like, I haven't really decided who's better, but if you take away the name of the Joker, like the name, the Joker and the character they're playing. I think just mm-hmm. in terms of performance, I think Joaquin Phoenix was more deep. And I think for that reason, it is a little bit better than Heath Ledger. Um, just, that's just my opinion. I know some people are going to disagree, but it was great. Um, okay. You said vice earlier and this like, Oh my God, I was so mad when I saw this. Cause I saw, I was like looking up Joker to like see articles about it. And I think that there are like reasonable reasonable points that people can make. And it's I also think it's totally fine if people don't like this movie after seeing it. Like I will never have a problem with someone having a different opinion than me if they watch a movie and it's like well formed. Like I have friends who really liked Midsummer and like that's totally fine. That I mean that movie's bad. It's boring, long. But like it, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine that they like it. So I was like interested in seeing what people said. And I, so I saw a Vice article that's like, the reviews are in for Joker and it's terrible. I'm like, okay, not. what the fuck? <laughs> so I, I pull up the article and it's, this is literally the whole thing. It says, the reviews are in for the, for the new Joker movie. And even though it has a 69% of Rotten Tomatoes, which is certified fresh, the reviews say that it's not good. And then it just quotes several reviews. And I'm like, this is not an article. Like you haven't done, this is not an article. This is not a review of the movie. You're just paraphrasing some reviews of a movie to make it sound like it's terrible which like objectively can't it objectively <laughs> from the facts you've stated aren't true and like yeah they're literally taking the the minority of reviews to say that they're that this movie that they've hated since the beginning is bad i mean also like todd phillips has not helped like <laughs> Has not helped yeah. bring like a communal feeling to this movie because of the stuff that he's saying, but um, kind of wish he would just like stay quiet on this one so that more people could just take in the movie. Uh, Something that I feel like very strongly is after a movie is made is like the the director's not part of it anymore. Like yeah, it's it's ours now. It yeah, belongs to us. <laughs> so like that's part of why I was looking it up because I was like, okay, what has Todd Phillips been saying? And like, it's not great. No, it's not. But still. (laughs) Uh, He did say something interesting about it that like um, literally he just wanted to make he just wanted to make a movie with a he wanted to make the movie he wanted to make with a big budget. So he literally just attached the name Joker to it and uh, and then made a real movie that he thought was like a real movie about it. And like, honestly, if you take the whole mythology of the Joker out of this movie and just have this movie it would still be a really, I mean, in my opinion, it would still be a really solid movie. Uh, there's a few things, but that being said, like, because it is in that mythos that it is like in that universe, there's some things in that. There's some twists and turns here and there in the movie that like, I kind of, I, I like it better when the Joker isn't known as well. But once again, if you take away the name of the Joker, it just forgives all of that. So knowing that he didn't necessarily want to make a Joker movie, he just wanted to make a mental health movie, that makes it a little better, easier to swallow. 
Yeah. Uh, should we get into like the actual movie and not just <laughs> not just the backlash everything surrounding it? it? I, that's why I said that I knew this this was going to be a big one. Um, yeah. Yeah. So let's get into those twists that I'm talking about. Uh, first off, giving the Joker a name, uh, Arthur Fleck. He's never had one before. He's never been known as anything but the Joker. Uh, I don't think he has. Sort well, of true. Sort of. Yeah. I guess he has. What was the one that's like? Uh, Oh uh, yeah, what was his name in that? It was like um Jack Yeah, Jack something? Napier. Jack Napier. Yeah, he had a name in the Bat the... the Tim Burton Batman, I guess. Tim Burton the Tim Batman. Tim Burton Batman actually did give him an origin story. That's right. I remember yeah. that. But uh can I can I just yeah. say people talk about the Jack Nicholson Joker? Like that dude should not even be in the same conversation as Heath Ledger or Walking he Phoenix. was great. Like, Do not get me wrong. He was great, but it was like he was playing to the role of like Heath a Ledger. comic, a very comic book Joker. I mean, I just said he was playing Heath Ledger. He was playing fucking Jack. Like he was playing himself. Like he, that's how he always is. He was well. He was great. I mean, he was a very comic book Joker. But I appreciate that still. This was like Heath Ledger and Walking Phoenix were very grounded. Like Walking Phoenix, especially, was a very realistic Joker. I think. Heath Ledger's was a little bit more romanticized. It was just an extreme. Walking Phoenix was like super realistic. I mean, I was I very much believed his performance in this one because everything and like watching the movie by the end, they did accomplish like something that I doubted while watching it. They did accomplish the like vision, like the whole persona of this Joker. Yeah, uh, because I was watching and I was like. Whoever this guy turns into, it's going to be hard for them to get from this guy to the Joker that, like, the Joker that we know. And he did. And, like, by the end, he got into, like, a very realistic version of the Joker. Uh, okay. So, one of the, <laughs> I don't know if it's a twist, but, like, one of the things that, like, oh, fuck. Okay. One of the things that really hit me with this movie was when they're watching uh, whatever that late night talk show was. And then yeah, all of a sudden Murray Arthur is there and he's like, I love you, Murray. And he like comes on stage. I was like, what the fuck is happening? And then like that whole thing was like just his like his thoughts. I was like, that's oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God. That is so fucking good. But well, then the bigger twist. But then yeah. they up it. Oh, my God. They up it even more, which is why I, I was just about to get into this, too. Why I appreciate this movie for not going too ambitious about like be like a hundred percent positives about the joker like making a hundred percent positives about his origin story like go on with what you're gonna yeah. say but i just wanted to add that tagline to this i know what you're about to say yeah so oh fuck what's her name um the girl down the hall we can just call her that yeah played, the by, girl down the played hall. by zazzy beats yeah zazzy beats like arthur sees her a couple times and then they like he goes to her and he kisses her and then she comes to see his comedy show and they're having a great time and then one day he like goes into her oh he follows her and she like thinks it's so sweet and then one day he goes into her, her apartment and she's like doesn't really know who he she's Has like no you live down the hall is. right yeah exactly and she's like hey my kid's in the other room like i really need you to go and like i mean the what's so fucking genius about it is i was like this doesn't make any sense. Why would she be doing this? But like, we're so far in Arthur's mind that I'm like, yeah, I get, I, 
I guess, like, that's what Hollywood movies are. It's, like, a beautiful woman with, like, someone she should never be with. That was, but then it wasn't real. I know, well, that's the thing. And, like, I watched, like, the uh, an earlier review of it. And they, without spoiling it, they uh, mentioned, like, it was hard to tell in this movie what was real and what wasn't. And I was like, how? I mean, like, how do they decide that like how do they how do you know like usually in movies where you can they usually reveal what's real what happens is what happens (laughs) yeah and then like that happened and it made me rethink everything in the movie like was that real what was was what he found out about that real was yeah any of this real (laughs) uh and then oh my god like the great question with his mom like yeah who who is his dad exactly (laughs) oh that was I had a friend for me. I was talking to a friend about it because I saw it opening night. And this is a whole other thing I can talk about. But I saw it opening night and I was talking to my friend the next day in class. And he's like, the whole problem is like the Joker shouldn't have an origin story. And I was like, well, the killing joke He's like, well, the killing joke, the whole thing is that it's all a joke. And I was like, well, is this all true? Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um... That was what I, because like, when they revealed that twist of like who his dad is, I leaned I leaned over to my friend. I was like, I'm not into this. But then they revealed the other twist about the girl down the hall, and I was like, Wait, wait is that even what happened? Like, is he even like his actual dad? Is he crazy? What's going on? And I love it when a movie does that because it keeps me talking about it afterwards. It's the exact movie that I love watching. Uh, yeah, and and that's another reason that like <clears throat> I don't think I don't think this is Todd Phillips' movie anymore because like sure Todd Phillips can tell us oh here's what happened like no fuck that yeah whatever we think happened is what happened like, yeah um yeah I re- I thoroughly enjoyed this movie um it's gonna be hard for me to watch again but I do want to see it again. Uh, just so I can pick up on little things and see if they threw things into there. People are definitely reaching for like little Easter eggs, and I don't think they really put that many Easter eggs in this movie. Like they're like, yeah, they're like the cop car scene where he's riding in the cop car and he's smiling and watching all of Gotham oh, yeah. burn. That's that's reminiscent of Heath Ledger's scene in The Dark Knight where he's hanging. His I mean, head of course it neck. is, but <laughs> I was like, but I, I was like, but yeah, that's not like you don't need to tell somebody in a in a. <laughs> internet article about that for them to realize that yeah it's like such an iconic scene you don't have to like <laughs> to remind everybody about that yeah other than that there's not really anything that i spotted that's well that's kind of why i want to see it again to see if i'm wrong about that but i didn't really i want to i want to talk about something that you said earlier and something that i've taken a clear stand on for the past several episodes which is I think that Heath Ledger Joker is one of the greatest acting performances of all time. I rewatched Dark Knight this week for several reasons, but mostly I was just like getting really excited for the movie Joker. And okay, I was so excited about this movie. I had a dream about it where it was bad and I woke up sad. <laughs> and I was like, this is an un, like uns- unsafe level of expectation because I, I didn't want to get my hopes up. But anyway, yeah. I rewatched Dark Knight, which I is one of my favorite movies, maybe my favorite. And I think it's like, I, th- I, st- I think it holds up. I still think it's really good. 
And I think Joaquin did a better job. <laughs> I, I, I think would probably have to agree with you. I think that might be unpopular because Heath Ledger died in like, yeah. So I, there's just like I that, whole, be that whole thing around. I think you'd be surprised at how many people I've heard say the same thing as you. But uh, I also think, I w- like I would love I would love to see Heath Ledger in this movie because yeah, Heath Ledger did like a perfect job for the movie he was in, and I think Joaquin did a better job just because he gets an hour more of screen time. Like yeah, maybe even maybe even because I think he's in like every scene, so he gets like. Because I think the Joker's in like 35 minutes of The Dark Knight. And Joaquin Phoenix is in like two every, hours of this movie. Every shot, yeah. And this movie is two yeah. hours. Uh, yeah, dude. Um, it was tense. It was hard to watch in some parts. It was funny in some parts. It made me feel like basically every emotion. Joaquin Phoenix did an outstanding job. Uh, this movie was controversial. And I think... The fact that this movie was is still like I still feel so great about this movie even after all the controversy is just a testament to the movie itself because typically with this much controversy over a movie it better be fucking good or else yeah it's it's yeah I mean it but yeah like I just I wanted to see more by the way I think um Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix. Todd Phillips tweeted like, "If Heath Ledger is down for a sequel, or I'm not sorry, if Joaquin Phoenix, <laughs> if Joaquin Phoenix is down for a sequel, then I'm in. But does this I don't movie know. deserve a sequel? I wanted what do you to mean see deserve? more. I wanted to see more. That's for sure. But I want. I just wanted to see like more because I kind of want to see an evolved Joker. But I don't know if you can do that. I don't want. I don't want a sequel to this movie. I think it's so perfectly told. Like. Yeah, I don't. I'm not saying it's a perfect movie, but I'm like, the arc is so good, and like, to see more would feel gratuitous, or like, yeah. Um, I think this movie is a great testament to mental health, and it accomplishes so much with what it does. I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I was, as much as I did, and I absolutely loved it. I mean, do you have anything else to say? I want to talk about my movie going experience real quick because okay, I had a pleasant one by the way. I'll just I I saw a play right before I saw this movie. I like messaged my friend like a couple weeks ago. I was like, "Hey, do do you know Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead? Either the movie or the play. The movie has uh, Gary Oldman in it. It's like it's." It's two characters in Hamlet who, like, there's a throwaway line that they're dead. And so it's, like, all about, like, their existential crisis. I think what the point is is that, like, they come into creation, like, when the play starts. And by the end of, like, when Hamlet starts. And they're, like, going around in the background of Hamlet, like, trying to figure out what life is, basically. And in the end, they die. So I was, like, that was, like, three hours of all that heaviness. And then I literally... (laughs) I literally walked out. I was like, okay, I'll see you later to my friend. I got on a train. I got off the train, walked right into the movie theater, like 
five minutes before like the scheduled start time. So like obviously there were still a ton of trailers and everything. But like that was all that was going on with me. So I saw this at like 1030. Um, I knew I had to come home and like write pages for a script I'm working on. So I was like, is this like truly what losing my mind feels like? This is like the, <laughs> this is like the heaviest day of my life. Just in terms of like seeing this very existential play and then watching this movie. It it was intense for sure. Yeah. No doubt. That's a lot of heaviness in one in a one twenty four yeah. hour period. One like six hour period. <laughs> oh shit. Oh my god. And for that reason For that reason, this is a this is a Snickles first. I I'm know not gonna, exactly what you're saying. You're not I'm not going to rate this movie until I see it again. Oh, wow. Um, I think that the fact that I didn't, I don't want to, I like, I don't want to watch it again, but I'm still drawn to the appeal of seeing it one more time. Um, I do want to see it one more time, but I also don't want to. It's kind of like a movie that's like Re- Requiem for a Dream, where it was like so stressful and hard to watch that I'm kind of tentative about like, seeing it again uh and i kind of don't want to but i'm still drawn to i want to go back and see it again um i think this is also a snickles first i'm giving it a 10 out of 10 wow Uh, okay i loved this movie i think like you said, it's like it's so funny. The fucking joke when I told people I wanted to be a comedian, everyone laughed, but no one's laughing now. That's like, that's such a good joke. That's <laughs> so funny. Um, well, it's funny also because like his jokes suck when he's Arthur, but when he finally makes the evolution into the Joker, his jokes start getting good. Like they actually, he's actually funny at that point. Darren, you keep saying the Joker. <laughs> Sorry, when he goes into Joker. He's not the yet. Um, he hasn't added the yet. And that's not for that's not until the That'll sequel. be the sequel. That'll be the sequel. <laughs> oh my god. Like it's so good that I'm worried I'm like misremembering how good it is. Like I'm <laughs> I'm worried that Don't let my, my don't perception let my rating influence yours. No, like I, I decided before I decided ap- like right after I saw it, I was like, I need to see this movie again before I try to rate it. Yeah, because I'm worried that my perception of how good it is, I'm like, I it can't be true that this movie is this good. Yeah. So I'm going to, I I very rarely rewatch movies. The Dark Knight, like I said, is maybe one of my favorite movies, and I hadn't seen, I hadn't rewatched it since The Dark Knight Rises came out. When I saw like the marathon of all three movies, I just don't really rewatch movies. I like to watch new things. Yeah, I'll rewatch TV shows, but not movies. But even as like the credits were rolling, I was like, I need to see this again. I know that yeah. I will rewatch this movie. It so, was, it, I mean, honestly, like I walked out of it going like that was literally art. I mean, like I Jesus hate saying Darren. that. I hate, <laughs> I hate saying that about anything, but like. I, I just tr- I just felt like it was a full satisfying piece of like art like on a screen. It just was great. It was the cinemat the cinematography was amazing. Oh my god. That like uh like the feel of every frame like there's like a a dullness but like also the color like 
Yeah, and when he's like, uh, especially the part, the point where he's dancing silently in the bathroom. I think they they have shots of it in the trailer, and it's like on the poster. That's so. That's literally like. I mean, I I just felt like I was in the bathroom. <laughs> it was just like so. <laughs> it was. When he's dancing on those stairs and those two figures appear above him and you can't see who they are, but you know they're the cops, but you can't see who they are because it's like, we're seeing this all through the Joker's eyes, all through Joker's eyes. Like that's just like the framing of it, the colors, like his dancing, all of it is so pleasing. Yeah. And then so much of it is so not pleasing. (laughs) And the color, it's, it's, I, th- I don't know if they did this as a trick or if this was just in my head, but it seemed like the color popped a lot more or maybe the sets, the color on the sets just started popping a lot more when he was going into that character of Joker and he, I agree. And like he discovered himself in a sense. I think the colors just started popping more and more, especially with like his suit and, you know, the face paint, all that stuff. It was just really well done. Um, when he took the blood i know that was such a good shot and the end where he's stepping with the footsteps with the bloody footsteps down the hall and he's being chased by the warden or like whoever that guy was the guard i was just like oh my god yeah this is ah i wanted to see more i was like i don't want this to end and then it and then, and it's, I don't mean that in the same way that I meant it with Hobson Shaw. I literally just, I meant it like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean it just in a, just a purely out of love perspective. Um, yeah, so you I, didn't love Hobson Shaw? I loved it, but in a different way. It was lust for, this, the Joker, I love the Joker. I lust Hobson Shaw. <laughs> that uh, scene on the movie set, or the TV set. Oh my, that's so intense. Oh, yeah. Just all of it. All of it. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was just so good. Because he. That was like the only. He he pantomimed something totally different in the beginning. He pantomimed. Yeah. Like, the one thing I. the, the, The one thing that I kind of have an issue with about this movie is that he has a name and I feel like the reason that the Joker's ideology works so well is because he doesn't have a name. Um, or like his, the reason, the reason that his mythos and he keeps breaking out of Arkham works so well is because he doesn't have a name. So it makes more sense for him not to get caught, but that's like a small complaint about the whole thing. But like, I would argue at the end of the movie, like, he, that isn't his name like he isn't arthur fleck no he's that, not none of, that name, would, that name would, means nothing i would agree with that you, name yeah. means nothing yes. is that name even his real name mean, i'm not just totally mean, sure i just mean from a from like a legal standpoint or like a yeah like a practicality standpoint but then again batman fucking survives everything and that's not practical at all so it's like i'm gonna give joker some leeway on this one you know the only thing that i like also, I don't, going in. I don't like the idea that I like the idea better that Batman created Joker and not the other way around. And that's what this movie showed is that Joker created Batman because Gotham created Joker. Yeah, Thomas Wayne created Joker. Joker created Batman. Well, Thomas Wayne created Arthur Fleck and then Gotham turned Arthur Fleck well, into Joker. We don't know who created Arthur Fleck, but like well, that's Thomas true. Wayne, Thomas Wayne, I would say like 
what he does i guess so, does yeah. create joker yeah yeah um the one thing that i knew about this movie was that mark maron was in it with wait robert de niro robert de niro yeah I wanted to say Al Pacino with everything in me, and I was like, that's not who it is. That's not Al Pacino. Uh, yep. Um, I knew that he was in a scene with him because I listened to WTF. And so I knew that Pacino had to come back at some point. Yeah. So that was uh, like the only... But even then, I was like, I don't know if it's actually coming back or if it will be another delusion or like... I just don't know. Yeah. So... I was Even anticipating having, it. I knew it was coming back. I didn't. I, I didn't actually know Mark Maron was in it though. I think also he did like a really good job. I mean, it's like it's a very small role, but like, yeah. I feel like Maron always feels like very similar to me, and I feel like in this movie he felt a little different. But yeah, even knowing that like that whole thing would come back, it didn't impact my viewing in the slightest. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do you have more well, thoughts, Darren? I feel like I've talked to so much. No, it's it's hard to not talk about this movie. Uh, I don't want to say anymore because I feel like I'm just going to circle back and keep discovering new things, but it's going to be put in with a bunch of stuff I've already said, so I'm not going to talk about it. I think I've said all my main points, and that's all I'm going to say. I have one more thought on it. <laughs> um, obviously, I said that I think that Joaquin is a better Joker than Heath Ledger, and I think this goes without saying, but... Uh, Jared Leto is better than both of them combined. Um, yeah, I think... I didn't well, say it earlier because I just think it's so obvious. Well, we're just talking about Jokers in, like, Joker-centric movies. Like, he, like Jared Leto, yes, he had a better performance than any other Jokers, yes. but Was that the Joker, best acting performance of all time? Yes. Yes, it was. But the movie wasn't really about Joker while Dark And that's why, and that's why I didn't want to compare them, because it would be unfair to Joaquin. Yeah, exactly. So... We just have to give credit where credit's due here. Yeah. Um, Darren, I'm pretty exhausted. That was... That was a big talk, and I told you that was yeah. going to be a big talk. I, I knew full full well. I should yeah. have saved my chip review for the end to sort of bring the energy back. No, nah, it's okay. You don't... <laughs> to a more snickles level. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I think we're ending on a... I'd say that we're ending on a positive note here. Do you have any final thoughts? Uh, I guess I have two things. One thing, uh, hey, fucking the government, like, look out for people with mental health issues. Um, people be nice to each other. Like, I'm not saying that bullying creates school shooters. Like, I think it's more complicated than that. I don't think bullying helps, but just like, I think if we are nice, there's no downside. Yeah. You might as well be nice. I was going to say something along those lines, yes. Uh, The second thing, and this goes from the play that I saw, for some reason, like, old people are so bad about having their phones out in the middle of, like, a play, and they always have their brightness all the way up, and, like, it's one thing... And who do they blame? Us. They always blame us. They're like, oh, these millennials always have their phones out. No, fucking look at yourself in the mirror, (laughs) you old people. It's one thing... To have it out in the movie theater because that's distracting but in a play those are real humans on stage like that's yeah. a real performance that like you can affect yeah so just fucking knock it off like you're old no one cares about you 
you don't need your phone out a lot of our final thoughts have to do with having your phone out i've realized uh but yeah but that's why that's why i feel so strongly about this like it's a fucking play it's one like it's bad in a movie but at a play come on yeah it is garbage it's garbage behavior and we're gonna get blamed for it um i'm glad we're starting to take a stand and blame the other like once again give credit where credit's due you know yeah Anything Darren, else? do you have final thoughts? Um, just look after each other. Uh, I... Oh, the lights are back on. Uh, it looks like there's a cleaning Please, crew in uh, there. Okay, try to uh, try to look after those, uh, no matter who they are. I try to live by that standard all the time. Um, just make sure that uh, anybody you see on the sidewalk, you know, if they mess up or if someone messes up your order at like, McDonald's or something just go easy on them like they could be having a really bad day and if you're going hard on them that could be like that could be bigger than that could be bigger than you think it is to them so just go easy on people and like level with people uh, be just be a nice person just in general be decent um, also use your blinker when you turn yeah um, I also think it's important to remember like oftentimes if you're talking to like customer service or whatever whoever you're talking to is not the person who made the decision. They're not the person who can help you. They're yeah. someone making minimum wage to do a shitty job. Yeah. And like getting mad at them is just going to make everything worse for everyone. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, please just be a nice person. Uh, Snickles loves you. Good night. Yeah, you do. Uh, thanks for listening. And remember... The rivers of humanity will flow free. Why do we have to see it? Again. God damn it. Okay, I see a table, chairs, salt, pepper shakers.